Have you ever wondered how to get started with speaking engagements? Or maybe you know you should speak, but you just can't get over the fear of it. I can relate to that. We all have to start somewhere is not real helpful advice, even though it may be true. So today, my special guest is someone who's coached some of the most influential speakers of our time. Mary Snyder is a speaker, speaker coach, author, event planner, and tour producer with over 20 years in the Christian events industry. And she shares her knowledge and experience with those looking to start or grow their speaking career. She also has a weekly podcast called Take the Stage, where she shares insights and speaker tips. And Mary is the founder of Activate Your Speaking Career, which is a digital course that equips speakers to go from overwhelmed and intimidated to confident and equipped. Something else I love about Mary is that she's real and down to earth. She's somebody who knows her own unique brand voice. (laughs) And that's why I'm excited to share her with y'all today. Get ready for some down-home fun and chatter and straightforward advice for how to get started taking the stage. And now, listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Welcome to the show, Mary. I'm so excited to be here, Ruthie. I can't tell you. I have been a longtime follower and fan. So, so excited to be on this show with you. Well, I have to say the same of you. I admire your stage presence and how you teach people to take the stage. And I just want to ask you right off the bat, when did you first become passionate about public speaking? I think I think it was indicated on my conduct grades in sixth grade is what I think. You know, when I was always got the little note on my report card, Uh she enjoys visiting with her neighbor too much. (laughs) So, but when I got the call, really felt the call in my life that this is what I want to do. This is where God was calling me. I was in my thirties, which was a minute ago, Ruthie. I know it's shocking to everyone, but it was more than a year ago. And I literally spent so many years just waiting on God to send somebody to my door to invite me to speak. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever came. No, no one ever came. To me. <laughs> yes, yes. And so how did you gain traction then? How did that start? Because I think I think speakers and writers are a lot alike in that. Yes. We just think, oh, here's my website. Everybody yes. come. And then they yes. don't. Yeah, this is not the field of dreams. For those of you who need a little uh, reference point, you've never heard of the field of dreams. It's a movie where a voice says to him, if you build it, they will come. And they do. But that is a movie. It does not happen in real life. And this is what I always reference is if God has called you to be an accountant and he calls people to be accountants or teachers or doctors, y'all didn't go home and sit down by the phone and say, well, I'm, I'm now a doctor. And, and God's going to bring me some patience. Yeah. He said, no, we're, you're going to go get educated author, speaker, doctor, accountant, teacher. 
The difference is there's no school to go to that says, I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to walk out and be an accomplished writer or an accomplished speaker. We have to learn to school ourselves. And that was the biggest thing for me. It was not waiting by the phone. It was when the Lord said, well, you know, it, it's up to you, sis. You're going to have to go do something. Yeah. So we have to actually get out there and be willing to do the thing. It sounds like this great dream when we're dreaming it up. Yes. But then we realize, oh, I have to actually do the work. It's work. It's like anything else we do in life. I don't know who decided that you needed 10,000 hours of practice to become an expert, but someone somewhere said, if you do something for 10,000 hours, if you play the violin for 10,000 hours, you will be an expert. I think, I feel like I have cleaned my house for 10,000 hours, but I'm still not an expert, (laughs) nor do I choose to become one. But as a speaker, it is all about doing it, exercising the muscle. Same thing with writing. If you're a writer, write a blog post, write a post on Facebook. If you're a speaker, go live, record yourself, watch yourself. I know your listener right now, when I said record yourself and watch yourself, she cringed. So I'm going to give you an out. Just listen the first time. Just listen to what you sound like Uh and listen to the words coming out of your mouth. You're going to be surprised at how much you say, um, huh. Um, you know, uh, wait a minute. Um, let's see. I want to. And like, and like, uh, so (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's going to teach you what you need to address. It's such a powerful tool. Just listening to ourselves and crafting that first message as you put together your story. We do cringe. I remember when I started my podcast, I was like, oh, this is terrible. No one is going to listen to this. But I knew God had called me to it. And guess what they did? And here we are. So I am assuming then that what you started doing was putting yourself out there. Tell us how you did that. I did. I, well, I did it all wrong. I'm going to go ahead and tell you because, and that's one of the things I teach is don't, don't do it the way Mary did it. Do it the way Mary, Mary learned to do it. So what I did is I would, I sent out flyers, y'all. This was, you know, a long time ago, we sent things in the mail, the United States mail. So I sent flyers out all about what I had to offer, the, the five or six different topics I had. I had a website. None of those topics were developed. I need you to hear me. Mm. Not one of them was a developed, crafted message. People would call me and say, well, we would love for you to come and do this, or they would have a topic. And I would go and I would craft a brand new message and it was not well done. There would be an out of context verse of scripture or six. (laughs) I would try to say something in the Greek or the Hebrew, none of which I was equipped to do, but I went. And that's how people found out about me is I started reaching out to them. And I said, I want to come and share with your people. Here's a list of messages. Now, today, I teach people to craft one message, make it incredible. I still teach you to reach out because Mm -hmm. even in the day of websites and social media, you're going to have to go just like I had to go with the U.S. mail. The good thing is, is you have V-mail and you have voicemail and you can send a video 
Ruthie, do you remember how we used to, literally, I would have to send a video, I would have to send them a burned DVD and it was expensive. (laughs) So I didn't ever send that. Uh, We have so much opportunity now at our fingertips. Yes. It's so much, it's so much, I I don't want to say easier. It's more accessible. Mm -hmm. You still have to do the work. It's just more, it's more accessible and more affordable. I mean, I, I can remember speakers I would hear, and then I would want to know more about their topics and you could order their audio tapes on cassette. And, (laughs) you know, that was a hundred years ago. (laughs) Yeah. That's a while back. That's a while while back. back. Well, okay, so let's talk about when new speakers come to you. What's mm. their biggest hang up about speaking on stage? Well, I think the very first thing they want to know is how do I get booked? And everybody wants to know how I get booked. And the thing is, the getting booked part is not where you want to start because you have to know your message before you can get booked. And here's the secret. Your message is for one person just one. If you craft a message directly to the person God has called you to serve and you help her solve the problem that keeps her up at night, you show her the transformation God did in your life that can happen in her life, then you're going to be that relatable speaker. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to reach that on that, grab that telephone or cell phone since nobody has a telephone, mm-hmm. make a phone call to the event planner and say, let me tell you who I am and the problem I solve for your women. Mm. And that event planner is going to immediately know that you understand her because she's not looking for a speaker that is going to wow people. I mean, that's great. But she's looking for someone to take care of her women, someone that is going to help them in their walk with Jesus. That's what she's looking for. And I forgot your question. What was it? Uh, <laughs> what was their biggest hangup, which you really answered because they want to get booked. They want to get booked, but they don't have anything to tell people why to book them. And if you right. don't know your message, no one can book you or they can book you and it'll be like me and you'll have a really bad, you'll just be bad at it. So don't, don't be like Mary. Don't, don't do what Mary <laughs> did in the beginning. Be well, what Mary says, not what Mary did. <laughs> Right. Well, I I could say the same for a lot (laughs) of things. Yes. But that is experience. And so at least you did put the foot forward and you went forward. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have to start doing too, whether we're writers or speakers or both. Usually if you're a writer, you have to be a speaker too. (laughs) Or if you're a speaker, you're a lot of times you're a writer. So you've already given us a lot to chew on, but What would you say your top three tips are Hmm. for getting better at public speaking? Top three tips. Number one, know your audience. Understand who you're speaking to. Case in point, I recently was at an event and I did did exactly what I tell people not to do. I didn't understand my audience. I assumed my audience. And when I got there, it was completely different. I thought it was going to be all women who were just well-established in the church that were my age or maybe a little younger, but it was women who were unchurched and completely didn't really know or have a deep relationship with Jesus. My message was not for them. So know your audience. Ask the question, 
who will be at this event? Is it women from the church? Is it women from outside the church? How old are they? What kind of walk with Jesus do they have? Know your audience. Tip number two is know the problem that you solve. What's the problem you solve? Maybe you have gone through and overcome an incredible trauma in your life and God has walked you through the storms and you can speak to overcoming. Maybe you don't have that big traumatic story and that's okay. Maybe you're someone like one of my speakers who is someone who loves Jesus and loves hospitality. She teaches women how to be hospitable, how to use their home when maybe that's not their first calling. She teaches women who are afraid to open their home. She teaches them how to do it and do it with grace and comfort and not with fancy Martha Stewart stuff. (laughs) So know the problem you solve. I solve the problem of women who know they're called by God, but they don't know what step to take to step into the speaking arena. That's the problem I solve. Mm -hmm. Ruthie, you solved the problem of, I I know I need like an email something and I need to understand my IG and Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I'm just just trying to figure out what a reel is. You (laughs) help me solve that problem. You are, that is the problem. So no, so that's number two. Know your audience, know the problem you solve. Okay. And then number three is know who you serve. And that is you serve primarily Christ. Mm -hmm. You are here as his servant. Mm -hmm. And he has called you to this. If you don't listen to anything else I say in this podcast, I want you to hear this. Only you can deliver your message. You're the only one. Some of the people are going, oh, I don't know. You know, Lisa Turkers all went through a divorce. And and that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. She did. She also has something on weight loss. I'm not doing that. That's not my message. Praise God. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. But but I'm going to tell you. Yeah, we're not doing that. That's not our calling. We're not doing that. Um, but you can. You and I can stand shoulder to shoulder and have the exact same message. We can use same scripture. We can use the same stories in the Bible. We're going to have different personal stories because you and I are different. We'll have different delivery because you and I are different. Your message will resonate with a group of people that mine will never reach and vice versa because Mm -hmm. you are the only person that can deliver this message. Mm -hmm. And God has entrusted this message to you. He's not just said, hey, maybe if you have time, you might get around to this one day in this life, you short life you have on earth. Mm -mm. He has said, this is what I have for you. Now you can choose to walk in it or not. But know who you serve and who's called you to this. Mm-hmm. Because then we'll go back to that. We can always go back and hang our hat on that. Yes. But we'll doubt our message if we don't know that number three point you just said. It is. It is. And those are in no specific order. Well, actually, the order would be three, two, one. <laughs> but you have to just, because you're going to doubt. I doubt every day, Ruthie. I get up every day and go, mm-hmm. are you sh- Jesus, I'm going ch- to check in. I'm going to check in because I feel like maybe this call was for someone else. I'm just going to check in. And every day I check in and every day I will. And I do this. I'll say, Lord, I know you. It's mine. I, I am fully believing and trusting in that. But I, but today I'm feeling a little like yeah. maybe I need a little affirmation. Can I get yeah. a little affirmation today? Yeah. He is faithful every day to show up and remind me 
And sometimes that is a sweet accolade from someone. And sometimes it's a whack upside the head. It's whatever I needed in that day. Mm-hmm. But it's, we all doubt. And it's the, yeah. it's the verse that, you know, God, I believe, forgive my unbelief. It just continue to stand in this calling. Really, I think one of the biggest problems for speakers and for authors is we've been told not to make much of ourselves. We've been told mm-hmm. and we or we believe that standing up in front of a crowd is a place of honor mm-hmm. when it really is a place of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to stand before a crowd of five or 5,000, you are serving those people. They are not there to to clap and applaud you. That may happen. And hey, heads up, it may not too. And it's going to be real awkward. Just deal with it. But (laughs) but it's true. You are there to serve, not to be served. Mm, It looks looks fancy up on that platform, but I'm going to tell you it's not. It's it's, it's beautiful and it is tiring work, but work that I absolutely love doing. And it shows. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have another question for you. You have certainly leveraged community mm-hmm. well in growing your exposure for your expertise through your podcast and also by attending live in-person events. In fact, you and I just finally met yes. at Speak Up and that yes. was so fun. And I, I can see how in-person events really will broaden your exposure. But I want you to share with us, how did you make all these connections? How did you find these people? And how how can listeners take that and reach out and grow their audience by leveraging community? Well, first of all, know the problem you solve and serve. A lot of the people you see me with is because I served as a volunteer I used to, I volunteered with Lifeway for years. I volunteered with Extraordinary Women. I ended up being on staff with them and did their social media like way back before we had smartphones, y'all. It was, it was a whole situation. (laughs) And we only had Twitter. So, but I did a lot of volunteering, a lot of showing up in the places. Mm -hmm. I went to these conferences, Ruthie, as an attendee. I just went to a conference as an attendee just a few weeks ago. I wasn't on the platform. But I knew that my people were going to be there and I wanted Mm -hmm. to be there and I wanted to meet some of them and spend some face time with them. Invest in where your people are. Mm -hmm. Go where they are. And if your people are in a digital place, go into that digital group. Offer to serve. How can I serve in this group? Can I lead a workshop? I do it for several groups that I belong to. And every time I see where I I can serve, I am there to serve. And you're right, it's grown. I give God all the glory. But I will tell you, I work. Everyone who comes in, if they make a post in my group, I do my very best to be the person that comments on it. Now, it's getting to the point where that's getting a little harder because the group is getting larger, but I still want to be very involved. It's a heart thing. It's about showing up, being intentional. And a lot of you, may look at things and go, well, how do you know so-and-so? Because I've known them for 25 years. I We came up together. So the women that you are in community with right now, you're going to, you know what? Some of your women that you're in community with, they're going to grow far and go, their platforms will be huge. And mm-hmm. some won't. 
I ended up going more into the producing and planning side of speaking as my career started taking off. Mm -hmm. My friends, their platforms grew and grew and grew. That's why you see me with those people, those well-known speakers. It's because I've been around for a long time, people. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so... It's an intentional thing. It is very intentional to do life with people. You have to get out there and be with the people that can not only be your cohorts and colleagues, but your potential clients. And that's not wrong to go after that kind of thing. No, you do it with the right heart. You do it with the right heart to serve. I always tell people, Ruthie, and I know you and I are alike in this. I always tell people, I would love for you to be a part of my course or whatever I'm, um, if I'm promoting my course at the time, but only, only if this is the step God has for you. Because mm. if it's yes. not, I don't, I don't want you there. That's, you're just going to be unhappy. I'm going to be unhappy. And Jesus is going to be mad at you, not me. Because <laughs> No, he's not. I just said that. I'm just teasing. Uh, commit it to prayer. Pray first before you say yes or no. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Mary, tell us a little bit about your course and how folks can access that if they're interested in having your help sure. to polish their public speaking. I do have a course called Activate Your Speaking Career. Go from overwhelmed and insecure to confident and equipped. And in that course, I take you from building a message, learning how to reach out to event planners with a really great one sheet and a really great video. I know you just, everybody just gasped, video. It's not hard, I promise, it's painless. But, and not only that, Ruthie, we do it in a cohort style like you do, where you get feedback from me. We're in a private Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I open it twice a year. And if you're interested, you can go to maryrsnyder.com. Don't forget the R or you'll end up with some realty, maryrsnyder.com. It'll be in the show notes. And if you'll just click on, what do we click on? Oh, activate. That's the name of it. There's, <laughs> there's a waiting There's a waiting list and just click on that wait list. And the minute it becomes available, you'll be the first to know. Awesome. And I bet if they get on your wait list, they'll also be on your newsletter where they can receive tips as well while they're waiting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Newsletter goes out once a week with a link to the podcast, a fun find, something I found that I think you might like. It might be a book or podcast or, you know, a microphone. There's all kinds of things. So where do you want people specifically to go to connect with you online? You can go to my website, maryrsnyder.com. But what I would really love for you to do, join me in my Facebook group. It's Mm -hmm. Take the Stage Speakers. Just search for that. It will pop up. Here's Mm -hmm. why I want you to come there. Number one, you're going to get on the email list over there too. But most importantly is this is a place for you to get personalized feedback. People put up their one sheets. People put up their one minute opening. Now, I don't, I'm going to be honest. Don't put your 45 minute message up in there. Okay, don't do that. But, (laughs) but if you have, people are asking recently, we had a whole discussion on rights. Like I'm going to do this summit and they want all rights to my videos forever and ever. Amen. We had a whole discussion on how we can manage that. Discussion on how much should I get paid? Is $1,000 enough for this event or 500? So really deep questions. It's a private group. It's for people like you 
better speakers. And what I love is you build your tribe in there. You build mm-hmm. your community. Mm-hmm. So many I've so many of my speakers know each other from that community. I was just at an event uh, speaking at and like eight or 10 of the women all knew each other from my Facebook group. It was so fun <laughs> to hang out with them. So yeah, the, absolutely so cool. go over there. I'd love to love to bring you in. Yes. And Mary, you're so good at building community and fostering that. I always say community grows opportunity because it does does in so many ways and especially for the kingdom of Christ. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and day to be with us and share your knowledge with our listeners. I know they're going to soak up what you have to say and go follow Mary, get on her email list and her wait list. (laughs) And get in that, get in that Facebook group. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome.